0: Hello and welcome to Encore, this is the podcast where we pick a band or an artist and attempt to work out their three best songs. Each panellist in front of me has brought what they consider the band or artist's best three songs, and between us we will attempt to work out the ultimate top three. Seems straightforward, but I can assure you there will be debate, we won't agree, and one person will always end up in tears. Before we find out which artist we are focusing on in today's episode, let's introduce ourselves. Firstly, My name is Dom Sterling, and I am the host for this particular episode, which means for the most part, I will get to sit back, stir shit up, and play God for today's panel. Now, to our panel. Firstly, he was once voted 82nd in a list of best-looking bold men, sandwiched between Moby and one of the members of the Blue Man Group. It's Matthew Correll.
1: I'm not bold. I shave my head. There's a difference. But to be fair, in in that list, that's um, a pretty nice sandwich to be in.
0: If you had to pick your ultimate bold man inspiration, who are you going with?
1: Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That, that is a strong choice, yep.
0: would not argue with that. Uh, secondly then, we come to the man who was shockingly missed out of the top 10 greatest ever Scottish people, being replaced last minute by everyone's favourite pop idol star, Darius. It's Scott Hasty.
2: Well, all I can say is everybody that took part in that poll was clearly colour blind and also had no taste.
0: I see what he did there. Uh, if you had to pick your favourite ever talent show contestant, Scott, who are you pick him?
2: I mean, Darius is up there. Um, I think that's a good shout.
0: Also, Wagner. Have you paid for his um, birthday messages before? No, he just paid me to say that. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Right. Finally, then we was once voted by Take a Break magazine readers as having the third best beard in the country, finishing just behind Post Malone and East Enders' Ian Beale from a two thousand and twelve storyline. It's Chris Murray. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Dom. Thank you, Dom. I'll take the
3: bronze award. Really looking forward to this show. You playing God Complex,
0: that's going to be really difficult for you. This is a complex I was born to do. <laughs> I uh, and I curious to... Chris, um, EastEnders, who is your favourite every character that
3: comes from EastEnders? I've got a controversial one, but here goes. It was the first one that came to me when you asked me that question six seconds ago. Do you remember the guy who I think was called Fat? <laughs> yeah No, no he's uh, called Fat Boy. Fat Boy, yeah And he, yeah. Had, his o- he had his whole own series And then uh, one day I read an interview with him This is how in him I was One day I read an interview with him He said that the EastEnders producers One day just turned around and went Yeah, we're killing you off and That was him I think he was genuinely like One of the future big characters of that show He was a big character Do you know how he was killed off? Nah, I never watched it I haven't he watched was, EastEnders since about 1999 He was
0: locked in a boot And the car was crushed
3: that was it yeah i actually have seen that it yeah. was in television's
0: worst deaths on channel 4 something like that i mean that's that's a good good to be in uh, great so that is our panel they will attempt to work out the best three songs from today's artist and today we are crossing to scott to find out who the artist is i've been really
2: enjoying a project called petals for armor recently which is by hayley williams who you may know is the front lady of Paramore. So I thought, yes,
0: this is a great opportunity. Let's do Paramore. Formed in 2004 in Franklin, Tennessee, the rock band currently consists of guitarist Taylor York, drummer Zach Farrow, and the member that Scott just mentioned, Hayley Williams, as the lead vocalist. They started to gain mainstream success in 2007 with their second album, Riot. They've since had three top ten albums, both here in the UK and the US. They've nominated for four Grammys, winning one, and also wanted a track for Twilight, which I don't think we discussed at any point today. Chris and Matt, Paramore, thoughts, please. Matt first.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I, I am a big fan of Paramore. Well, big fan depends on, on how you classify it. But I am I am a, a fan of Paramore. You know, you have that kind of 2000s emo-y rock punk band, then I'm all there.
3: There isn't many bands that I think I'm like a... Uh old school fan of but i think i was with paramore from like the really early days it was like posters on the walls of my bedroom going to see them play tiny little venues in glasgow type stuff i had their first album their first ep really early on and yeah i've pretty much loved them from the very very start so
0: delighted that we're going to talk about them So from the sounds of all that, this should be a very interesting podcast because obviously we've got to find the three best songs from this artist. And I think, Scott, because you brought the art to the table, it's only right we start with you. What is the first song in your top three, please? Here's
2: the thing with Paramore and, and good old Scott. I didn't really like them when I was a bit younger. I had quite a lot of issues with them. And it was only really when Brand New Eyes came out that I started getting into them. And I think they've aged like a fine wine. I think they've gotten better with every single album. So I'm probably not going to be picking similar songs to other people. The one that I will throw out there, which I'm hoping other people have voted for, is I think their best single is Still Into You. Why would you pick that as the best single, do you think? There's some really, really good stuff on the first couple of albums, but for me, they kind of blew into this different level of stratospheric when you know they they put out... Uh, the self-titled Paramore in 2013 and I think for me the the highlight of that and kind of the song that really made me go from not liking Paramore to being indifferent to Paramore to being in love with Paramore was still into you.
0: Still into you. Matt let's come to you is that in your top three yes or no?
1: Whilst I do appreciate you get you kind of your your pop uh, rock uh, Paramore for me it's not my favorite era. And I did think, cause I, I'm a big fan of kind of the, the latest album. I was thinking of, of throwing a couple of things in there, like really new stuff. But then I also thought oh, if we're talking the top three, I don't think I can throw in a lot of modern paranormal in the top three of all time. I'm c- keeping it old school. So no, it's not in my top three.
0: Scott is already uh, a bit worried right now. Chris, still in teammate, top three, yes or no? Dom. Maroon 5, She Will Be
3: Loved, right? Remember that? I I do, yes. Harder to Breathe, you remember
0: that one? yeah? Good song, good song.
3: A lot of people were really in love with that early Maroon 5 album. It was a beautiful period of time for their music. But then they shamelessly sold out. They sold themselves out to get Super Bowl halftime slots and number one singles. And now they are dead to me. The same could be said for the later catalogue of Paramore. Not only is it non-existent in my brain, it's not even the same band. Literally, two of the guys, the essential people who made the early Paramore stuff are not even there. So, while I respect the choice of Still Into You because it is the best song of the last two efforts of Paramore, sadly, it should be nowhere near the conversation of best three songs. This is going to turn ugly.
2: It's going to turn really ugly. I was kind of hoping that would be the common ground. I get triggered so much when Chris doesn't add the words in my opinion to the end of his incorrect <laughs> facts he's trying to throw out
3: there. Fake news, Chris. Fake news. Did I miss it? Are the Faro brothers in the band? Th- they are. They are. Like Farrow is in the band. Yeah, what, actually, one of them is yes, for the most yes. recent album, yeah. But they were both yeah. definitely gone for Still Into You,
2: right? Uh, they were but Zack Farrell came back and now they're making great
0: pop music. Yeah, I mean Maroon Five are doing the exact same thing. <laughs> so Scott, you've got that in your top three. Chris it's only fair out we come to you for your first song. What is in the top three? Song number one, please. Okay, I'm gonna attempt to continue with
3: Scott's theme of attempting common ground. I listened to this song earlier on today and just absolutely lost my mind listening to it. It had not even been particularly long since the last time I listened to it. I just think that that's how good a song it is when it hits you. Um, I'm hanging on Haley's every word as she's singing. And I think every riff, every breakdown, every bridge is just so perfectly timed. I don't even particularly have any issues with the lyrics, which even Haley herself has said that she does and I am of course talking about Misery Business from all the way back in 2007.
0: Misery Business first, one. I did think it won't be too long before I mentioned this track, like you said, it was, it was the song that probably made them a bit more of a commercial success. It's one of the three top 20 singles here in the UK, alongside, ironically, Still Into You, and another song which we might talk about in a bit. Misery Business first on the list. Matt, let's come to you because your songs are zero so far. Misery Business, yes or no?
1: Uh, yeah, I have absolutely put it on this list because if we had a top three Paramore song list and Misery Business wasn't up there, I think we should just quit. You say Paramore, they say Misery Business pretty much 100% of the time. So yes, absolutely on my list.
0: Two of two so far. Let's go to Scott and hope that there is middle ground. Scott, Misery Business, yes or no? I, I,
2: I didn't pick it. The The reason I didn't pick it is is purely down to the fact that it is... It is a problematic song, um, and Paramore don't play it anymore. It's got a great guitar riff. It's obviously really raw, and a lot of Riot is really raw, and that that's obviously a really, really good thing for a band of that genre. But yeah, just just purely down to that,
0: I didn't pick it. So Misery is not in your top three then, Scott, but uh, I'm curious though, what is your number two song, Scott? Give it to me, please. I'm really glad to hear that at least Matt
2: likes um, the newest uh, Paramore album. Um, After Laughter is great. I really, really like it. Obviously, it's very different to um, the Paramore that's going to come up a lot in this podcast. I would like to pick a song from that album. Um, the lead single, Hard Times, is really good. Almost went with Rose Coloured Boy as well, which is great. But I think for me, the best song that kind of mixes that really sad songwriting that Haley's that, that so good at with the kind of really nice, happy music was fake happy and that's the song i've gone with
0: did not expect that i didn't i think when you mentioned after laughter as an album i just assumed you'd probably go towards hard times not a lie fake happy is a song that doesn't really resonate in my mind much so i'm going to come to matt fake happy yes or no
1: again kind of for the reasons that i said before i wouldn't put anything from that album in there you know i love rose colored boy the uh, kind of cheerleader s chorus i really like um, but again, if you're saying Paramore, it's a Paramore song, it absolutely is, quintessentially, but I wouldn't have put it up there, uh, but I wouldn't put Fake Happy on there either.
0: Chris, Fake Happy, I, I probably know this is going to go, mate, but I need to ask you, yes or no, top three? Just in terms of like trying to objectively
3: pick Paramore's three best songs, I just don't think that album's in the conversation. Like, I think that all of the singles from it, for me personally, just... Blurred together, nothing significant, nothing memorable. Nothing against what Scott likes about it, of course, but it's just that if I'm trying to pick the best Paramore, there's nothing there that is the best Paramore for me.
0: So I'm going to take that as a no. Sadly not. <laughs> so Fake Happy is not in yours. So let's, let's go to Matt. You haven't actually asked outright, Matt, yeah. Can you give us the second song in your top three, please, mate?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, another song from the Riot album. So I'm thinking Scott's probably out of this one. But this is kind of a personal favourite of mine. You can say maybe not the best, but it's in my top three, kind of for that personal feeling. I love the chorus of it. Um, and for that reason, Crush, Crush 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 is in my top three.
0: So I did think this would be a song that might crop up at some point. I think it's sort of seen as a an underground Classic, a bit of a song that wasn't a massive hit at the time, but a lot of people do have a soft spot for it and has been featured in a lot of different things. I think Rock Band picked up on it for one of their gaming series, NCIS has used it as well, it's won Teen Choice Awards. Crush 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 is in your top three. Chris, is it in yours, mate? Ah, oh, literally when Matt was making that description I had my fingers crossed
3: that we're gonna agree, because every single thing that he just said I agreed with, except the song title. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic argument for a fantastic song, but it's sadly not in my list.
0: Okay, I'll come to Scott then. Is Crush, Crush, Crush the third song on your list, mate?
2: If any song from Riot was going to get into my top three, it would be Crush, Crush, Crush. It's great. It's multi layered. It's, I think for me it's the most interesting song on Riot, um, just because it is quite different to a lot of the other records on there. I also love Hallelujah, which I just want to give a mention to because I'm not convinced anyone else would be voting for it. But if anyone has voted for Hallelujah, I will probably ditch where I am and come join you. Um, But yeah, um, I think Crush, Crush, Crush for me
0: just, just missed out. Fair enough then. That means we come to Chris. You mentioned there's a song that you thought Matt was going to pick but didn't. I am curious because is it Hallelujah or is it a different song, mate? So one of the things which
3: I always remember from that first gig when I saw Padamora the garage in glasgow where all four of us were recently which is very very strange it was in october 2006 i think it was and the band played a version of foo fighters my hero and it was such a cool little moment in time because they only played that song five times ever in the uk on that one wee tour and never played it again and i'd genuinely never heard that song before i thought it was their song and i pe- i became obsessed with it until somebody was like you know that's foo fighters right and i was just <laughs> like ah oh, And it just tainted it completely. I I loved the song, but I was like, well, I can't give this the praise that it deserves because it's not their song. So then 2007 comes around, Riot's released. It's this arguably decade-defining album, which I think most people agree with. And there's all these massive, brilliant rock songs on there. And then all of a sudden there's one song which just has a completely different direction, has a different style, even has different lyrics from the rest of them. And that is Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's this, this one line that I keep kept reading over and over. It was it just says, this time we're not giving up, let's make it last forever. I just thought it was really, really beautiful. I know that Paramore would go on to make other beautiful songs, like the only exception, but I think
0: if we're doing the best three songs, this had to be in there for me. What we might have found here is the uh, the middle ground have been looking for for a long time between Chris and Scott. So Scott, I want to come to you. Chris has chosen Hallelujah. Is mm. that song in your top three? It's not,
2: but when i reveal what mines is i'm I'm quite happy to jump to be honest um it's really good it's really i, I think the one thing he hasn't mentioned as well is that chris might be wrong in my opinion about paramore's album everything being great. <laughs> no 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 about about, <laughs> about about paramore's albums being great after you know their earlier days but i'm not convinced she's had a better vocal performance than hallelujah that is it's just it. It really takes you places in the chorus. Her her vocal performance.
0: Why was that song not in your top three? Is it to do with the song you picked is is it better for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm intrigued. Before we get to your third choice, we'll come to in a sec, Matt. Hallelujah. Is it in your top three, mate?
1: I really wish it was now because I I listened to it when I was I was listening to a bit of Paramore today, uh, in 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 the prep for this. I listened to it thinking, oh yeah, this is a nice little song but I didn't put it in the perspective um, of it's on riot. Um, I kind of still thought it was like only exception, kind of that album. Um, so I was thinking, oh, it kind of fits with that kind of period of Paramore. I, I didn't really think at all that it was in, you know, it was slap bang in the middle of the, hey, we're a punk band uh, type thing. So to throw something out there was a bit of a risk and it, it is a beautiful song, but it, it didn't make my uh, my top three.
0: Right, so we're in a situation here where we've all got one song left to reveal, but there are there's not really a general consensus across the board, apart from misery business, but the worry with that is that Scott seems to be dead against it for his own reasons, and we respect that. So I think it's only right we come to Scott to reveal the third song. What oh, is man. your third song?
2: I swear, coming into this, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is fine, this is a good pick, This is this is fine, it's great. And then you had to do your fucking introduction, Dom, didn't you? And you is going there. Well, I'm about to learn something the hard way. Yes, I, Scott Hastie, am a big old fan of
0: Decode. Decode, the obviously song written for, I think, the original Twilight movie, with the second great one. Great film, great song. Okay, um, I want to go to Matt first, just to kind of soften the blow and go in soft. Matt, <laughs> no. decode,
1: yes or no? Yeah, Scott, you almost had me until you said great film. You're not, you're not getting a softened <laughs> blow here. This is no, Scott, bad. No, <laughs> no, hell no.
0: <laughs> not a chance. And there we go, softer apparently with Chris. Decode, is it one of the best three Paramore songs of all time? Um. Scott. <laughs> Hi. It's one of the best
3: four Paramore songs of all time.
0: Wow!
3: Thank you. This stood out massively when I was making my list. I think that there's this, the other song that I'm not revealed in the two songs that I have, and then there's a gulf before you hit the rest of Paramore's back catalogue.
0: I'm I'm honestly genuinely surprised, because I thought when it came to Decode, I thought it would be a song that, because it was written for Twilight, because it was a kind of a different style for them slightly, it wasn't... Paramore, as such, would you not argue that maybe it wasn't? Because early on, Chris, you were stating that Paramore have changed and they're not what they used to be. Would you not say Decode was the start of that? I feel
3: like Decode was a sort of. I I know we've spoken about eras in different episodes of this show, but I feel like Decode was the end of the the emo era. I feel like um, once we got to Brand New Eyes, that was like a different sort of period of time, which came immediately after the Twilight soundtrack. I think the Ignorance they were definitely they were just a full-on alternative rock band whereas Decode's like that's the polar opposite of whatever Hallelujah is. Hallelujah is this brilliant euphoric song whereas Decode is just like it's a song about Haley's whole world falling apart. That one line I can I come back to that all the time. How did we get here? I used to know you so well. It's like it's like having sand in your hands and watching it slip right through them.
2: I think it's cool that you took this like really kind of hot emo band and gave them a song that that sounds like Paramore to me, but is also accessible for a brand new audience for them. I guess the kind of people that that would have been into Twilight at the time were, were people that thought they were on the outskirts. And I think Paramore were the perfect fit to do a song for that film. And it was a really nice accessible way for new people to find Paramore.
0: And I think that's a really cool thing. I mean, I agree. And I think all your points are valid. I think it, it, it it's probably a song that's got a bad rep, potentially. It has. It, it was nominated for a Grammy. Um, it was an international success, not just in the US, but across the globe as well, probably to do with Twilight. But it's probably worth having the conversation. So Deco's your final song, Scott. Chris, you just missed that one out. What's the song that took its place in number three, please? So I'm going to go back
3: to their first single in 2005. I'm going to pick Emergency. For me, I heard about this song, I think, through Kerrang or one of the music channels and I feel like this is a song that just started my obsession with them. It made me go and pick up their debut album. They also inspired with this song an absolute generation of female-fronted emo rock and alternative rock bands. For me, I was like, this has to be in this conversation.
0: Fair enough, we've gone back to the very, very start for Paramore. Now, we know that it's not in Scott's top three, because we've
1: heard his, Matt, Emergency, Yes or No, mate? It is an absolutely fantastic, uh, fantastic song. And again, for me, jumping into Paramore wasn't, yeah. You know, I, I wasn't there from, from the early days like Chris was. But, you know, you can always listen back. And it was, it was, it was kind of a standout record, but it is not my final pick.
0: Whilst we're here then, Matt, we might as well uh, finish off the uh, the list with your final song of your top three, please. Well, yeah,
1: so so what I was saying there, the song that really got me into Paramore was um, actually this one from their third uh, album, Brand New Eyes, which was their lead single. So I'm going with Ignorance. A song that I thought probably would get mentioned earlier than this, but I'm glad you put it in. It's a song that I think is one of my
0: favourite Paramore songs that maybe isn't quite recognised across the board. Obviously, we know that Scott and Chris, you haven't got that song in there, but now we've got a bit of a problem because we've got to make a top three. And I think the only song really that's put in more than one category is Misery Business. So, Scott, I want to come to you because you haven't got it in your top three and I think you were a bit against it. Misery Business, should it make the top three, mate? For me, no.
2: It's And it's just purely down to the reason that I just think this problematic song, Paramore kind of basically disowned it, so that's all I'm going to say.
0: Okay, so then this decision now probably lies with me, and though he's got 2-1 to one votes, obviously Scott is a bit on against putting the song in, but I think for me it's a song that everyone recognises as Paramore, yes it has its problems now, but it doesn't take away from the fact that for me and for a lot of people it was the first Paramore song that was heard by them. And it sort of propelled them into the mainstream a little bit and gave them their first big success. So I think the first song in the top three should be Misery Business. There's one
3: word in a song that lasts three and a half minutes that has caused some issues in the past year and a half. For the 11 years before that, the band were fine to play it. If you look at the conversation that started when they stopped playing it, there was literally... Thousands and thousands of tweets of people just saying, whoa, 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 we didn't want you to stop playing it. You can just take out that one line. It's a phenomenal song. And I would be completely happy with that. They don't need to sing that one line that is offensive to some people. Haley wrote that song when I think she was 17. So I think she can be forgiven for,
1: you know, just having to say a word that's a little bit bad. Yeah, I can agree with that. Matt, who's your business first on the top three? As I said before, you know, you say Paramore they say misery business I had no idea that uh, any of this controversy had happened so this was this was new to me but I still agree that it should be in the top three
0: a straightforward start but now this is where it gets a little bit difficult because every single other song uh one two three four five six seven eight songs all have one vote each I'm going to come to Scott because he was outvoted on that one. Scott, which of your three do you think is the first one that should definitely be in that top three? I I do honestly
2: think Still Into You is great. It's my favourite Paramore
1: song, but I I don't think I'm going to convince anybody else on that. I like it. It's a good song. It's a strong song. It charted really well because it was was more of a pop song. Um, Is that the video where they um, are doing all the world records? That's Ain't It Fun.
0: Not the one with the bicycle? Yeah, I think
1: it's yeah, The Bicycle. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I kind of, for that kind of reason, I do kind of mix those songs up, and not really because of the video, but kind of Still Into You and uh, Ain't It Fun, that kind of stuff, I, I kind of will will kind of merge in my head, which makes it not that strong a song. So that's kind of why it didn't get into my top three. It's a bit of a diamond in
3: the rough of that album. That's the self-titled album, yeah? But yeah. I yeah. just think that 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 era, that band, it just does not live up to the strength of the first three albums. It's a perfectly competent song, but it's just not not anywhere near it for me. If I was to make one wee point here, and not to sway in any particular direction, Dom, but I think the conversation that I want to have for, you know, whatever the final two spots are, I think that if it's be- between Ignorance, Crush, Hallelujah, and Decode, and we disown still into you disown fake happy and disown emergency then we're getting somewhere
0: there's an argument there to probably look at putting hallelujah in there if scott i think you'd be more than happy to put the top three wouldn't you despite it not being in your top three hallelujah thoughts as a song
2: one of the defining things about paramore is Haley's voice is just exceptional and that's the best showcase of that so two thumbs up for hallelujah from me
1: matt how do you feel about that song as i mentioned before after chris mentioned it I had listened to it and thought, yeah, this is a really cool song. Um, And again, as as Scott has said, you know, highlights uh, Haley's uh, vocal talent. Um, But again, because I didn't put it in the perspective of this is from Riot, this is slap bang in the middle of hey, we're emo and and punky and yeah. Um, I didn't really think of it as anything beyond, you know, a little bit later in their career when they when they could do a bit more chillax. You know, they're a bit more uh, well known, so they can get away with something a bit out of the ordinary. So for them to throw it in quite early on bit of a great move from them so with that perspective i would be more than happy for hallelujah to get on there
0: then i think it's a no-brainer to put hallelujah as the second track in the top three paramour songs and now we hit a brick wall because we have still into you decode emergency crush 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 and ignorance to put forward matt i'm gonna come to you first Out of them two, Crush, Crush, Crush and Ignorance, which of them two songs do you think is the stronger one to fit in the top three? Or you can go elsewhere if you want
1: to. I put Crush, Crush, Crush uh, thinking that no one else would really think of it as a a super strong song because, again, it's it's my favourite, but I wouldn't necessarily think it's the best, but it's definitely in the top three, hence why it's in my top three. I would have said Ignorance is a stronger push, but... When uh, <laughs> when Scott put in Decode and I just went, no, 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 no. That was purely in the reaction to it being a good film. I didn't actually talk about the song. I do think the song is a very strong song. It's a good song. Um, it's just a bad film. And I jokingly dismissed it. Um, I would push for ignorance, but I am open to a bit of Decode.
3: I think that Ignorance, well, is really, really good. I think it's a bit derivative of misery business. And also... I don't want to finish this conversation having basically just picked three songs off one album. So if I was to put my support between behind any song that isn't my own song, Emergency, rest in peace, I would go with Decode. I think we've all just about commented on
2: the three songs left, but I actually, controversially, don't like Ignorance at all. I think it's one of their really weak-sauce like- Ooh!
3: I like how me and Scott in the last few minutes have just been like, yeah, screw that Matt guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think what we've got to establish is I think we've all got to be happy with the final song that goes in that top three. So I think, Scott, if you're really against ignorance, I don't think we can consider it going in, to be quite honest. I think we consider it going in. Let's just wrap this up here. I think we're between two here for me, and I think it's Decode, and I'm still keeping in two in there. So I'm going to go around the, the table in it. Scott, out of them two songs, which do you think should be the third song? Not with your head, but with your heart. I'm still going uh, right or die for Still Into You. I think it's the better
3: song. Chris, decode Still Into You, mate. God damn it, Scott. We almost had something there. No, I'm, I'm going all in on, on Decode. All my chips are on the table.
1: Matt? They're both good songs, but it probably wouldn't have made top five for me. It's, it feels a bit strange to try and pick one. So, I'm gonna pitch for ignorance again, and <laughs> <laughs> no um <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm really going to pitch no i if if I had to pick out of those two purely on my heart, decode wow, so after
0: all that, the final choice of the top three is Paramore's song decode, I think still into you, the fact you've not put it in is a bit of a bit of a miss to be honest. I think it's probably where most successful songs. But we've got the top three locked in there, which is Misery Business, Hallelujah, and Decode. I still feel like we've
2: completely ignored a large part of Paramore's career. Then again, democracy wins over, so um, I got I got uh, Decode in. I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, on that point, actually, before I come to you, Chris, um, songs that we didn't even consider and haven't put in, we mentioned Hard Times, quite an upbeat new pop song, Ain't It Fun, uh, Daydreaming, Now, Monster, uh, the only exception, the brick by boring brick, not even a sniff. I
3: think that this was always going to be the biggest debate we've ever had on this show. I, like, I had Decode it fourth, Ignorance fifth, and then as I said I feel like there's, in my opinion, a big gulf to the next run of songs. And yeah, I feel like the three that we've settled on though, I feel like they do characterize this band for me
1: as the top three goes it's not a bad top three and on, on the, the the notion of you know there's a lot of songs that we didn't mention that is kind of the whole point of this is you know i'm sure it was a difficult decision for us all but you cut away all those songs and you get your top three and you're left with uh, the three that we picked
0: that's it for this edition of encore if you have any issue with the top three we have picked in this episode you can head over to our social channels on twitter and instagram we are at encore underscore pod let us know what you think and even suggest an article we should focus on in a future episode but that is it for now until next time goodbye